AT Smith of the TFON podcast here for season two, episode 23. And I got a, well, he's a bi weekly guest right now. So I got a guy that he's almost like a co host for me. But uh, I got my man, Tim Daniel of 48 Minutes Network in the building again today. How you doing, Tim? I'm fantastic, man. I'm excited to be here. Um, always love doing pods with you. So uh, ready to talk some shop. I appreciate you coming in, man. Uh, I meant to do something yesterday, but the snow just wiped me out. Even though I didn't do much yesterday with work, but I feel like it just wiped me out far as like, oh, no, oh, no, man. I guess the old man in me came out or something. I know what you mean, man. I'm right there with you. <laughs> I was like, man, you know what? I need to do this pie. I said I was going to do it yesterday, and I just didn't do it. So but I was like, let me grab my man, Tim, and see if you got some time. And I appreciate you jumping in on this you know what late afternoon early evening on friday so i plan on getting this out you know but yeah i'm not on my way to the bulls pacers game like i wanted to be so i I know man i heard man i'm sorry to hear that this weather is crazy though you know uh definitely does like i literally i'm I'm just people that have snowblowers how about you What'd you say? I'm sorry. I'm jealous of people that have snowblowers. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So when I went up and saw my <laughs> wife's family a couple of weeks yeah. ago in Cleveland, they had some snow that day. And uh, I saw some of the snowblower for the first time in my life. And like, in, like, I was like, oh, that's pretty awesome. I yeah. need myself one of those. Dude, like, I wish I had one right now. I think it's one of my neighbors are snowblowing right now. I'm like super jealous because I'm I'm not shoveling this. Like, this is not it's nope. not happening. It's not I'm happening. With you. I'm with not you. shoveling it at all i'll throw a little bit of salt down on a few steps that's kind of close to the top of my by my door but that's it so yeah it's not much to talk about per se of live action of course because the bearcats won against ecu on the road on sunday which would have mm-hmm. been a new thing to talk about which we will get into but as everybody knows the memphis game was canceled well not canceled postponed and it's supposed to be on Sat on Thursday. It's supposed to show the, the great throwback 70s uniforms. Yeah. And the Bearcats couldn't get that. We couldn't see it live because of this crazy weather that showed uh, what we had a wintry mix of slush for what all day yesterday, pretty much, with barely any snow on top of it. Yeah, it was pretty terrible. <laughs> yeah. Um they did say today, so yeah, they did announce that they um they rescheduled for February 15th. Yes. Um, it's going to be 7 o'clock on ESPN Plus, which kind of stinks. Yeah, that does suck. Um, the ESPN Plus part is like, dang, it took the L on that. But Yeah, but we still <laughs> get the cool 70s throwback uniform, so I'm excited yeah. about that. I'm always True. a sucker for throwback jerseys, so yeah. I'm in. Like, yeah, same, same. I think I actually will be able to pull off from going to this game, Me too. too. I, I know. <laughs> I was, like, super excited about this. I was, like, the weather. I'm going to be able to go. And then I like uh, – I don't, like my wife's out of town, so like I w- there's no way I could have been able just to dump all my kids on a weekday to my uh, to my in laws, you know. So it was like it wasn't going to happen. So I was going to miss this game. So I was like, man, look at that, look at that. I should be able to pull it off. So I'm excited about that. But that gives us less to talk about because you know, like you know, we both were on Alex Meacham's podcast. Shout out to Alex Meacham with the yeah, Bearcat basketball podcast and i kind of said you know they needed to win they obviously didn't win both games you know they didn't they didn't beat temple but they ended up beating ecu but i was saying that they need to win this home game against memphis which got postponed and then they need to win on sunday against houston for them to really have a real chance to make the ncaa tournament um and then before we did that podcast, they were kind of on like with the last four out, maybe like not the last last four out, but like the I guess it was eight teams. I think they were on the, like that 
last eight, I guess. But now <laughs> they're not on that line, of course. And, yeah. You know, it's, it is what it is right now. Are you going off Lenardi? Because, like, Lenardi's pretty well known for, like, not being good at his job. So. Yeah, I think I did. The last one I looked at is Lenardi, for real. But after they lost, I try, really try not to look at it because I, I wanted to see them play Memphis in Houston before I really addressed it. But yeah. since we're here, you know. We're here. Yeah. We're here, right? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, man, um, the ECU game. I don't know if there's definitely no such thing as a bad win, but it wasn't their most impressive win. Um, obviously, you know, you do have Micah scoring 21 points, which was really nice. David hits the last second shot, which was big for him, but yeah. um, it's such a weird place to play and such a like, uh, you know, dark ass gym. Yeah. Like, it's just, yeah. You yeah. like you look at ECU and you're like, oh, ECU should go in there and beat them by 15. And it's yep. like, oh, they won by one on the last second shot. And it's like, yeah. Oh, I don't yeah. know. It's crazy, man. I feel like those those gyms, like ECU and Temple, they <laughs> never blow them out there ever. They can have like the best a top ten team, and they'll still barely if they do win by a couple margins, it's like four. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying like right. yeah. it's never like just you know we're the better team. We're supposed to beat you by 10, 20. And it never happens, no matter what, like there. I know both of those places, but it, it sucks because both games, they had good leads, you yeah. know, especially, you know, so like with the Temple game, you know, they were up 14 in the second half. Majority, they have 12, and they come back and lose that game. And the refs didn't help, but at the same time, you got to, you can't go, you can't shoot 17% you know, for a half or make only five shots with five or 20, 29 or something like that. I think yeah, it was something crazy like that. It was like crazy, like crazy, crazy, crazy. So like you shoot like that, don't make over 70% of your free throws on top of that. I think they shot like 7% from three, even with the refs being crazy, you still got to make a couple of buckets. And you yeah, they were... three points. Yeah. So yeah, it's, yeah. You know. Not good. Not, Not good. good at all. I felt bad because when we were on Meacham's pod, he was like, they should be Temple, right? And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, no I know. I know. He was like, what do I know? Yeah. It was looking great for what, 30 minutes? Yeah, something right? like that. <laughs> About 30 minutes. Then they got cold. They started building brick. They went brick house. And you were like, it was like, they'll speed them up. Boom. They're good because Temple plays slow. <laughs> and yeah. then. <laughs> they start missing. I mean, you can't. I mean, you can't predict going five from twenty nine in one half. No. Five of 20, if they go eight of twenty five, they still win that game. Just think about it. Not even double digits makes. If they go eight of twenty five, they win that game. Maybe even seven. Yeah, you're right. You know, so it's like you can make five shots in the second half, like of a college basketball game. Like that's crazy. That's like they went like cold, like stone cold. How like like watching my son's team play, how they go, you know. So it's like it was crazy, but <laughs> but yeah, that yeah, you definitely said that on Mitchell's podcast that they were like gonna be good, but it yeah. looked legit for a long time though. I was like, look look at him being a fortune teller. Then they just kind of withered away. I start saying, uh, as my man Gucci, shot a lot of bricks. Yeah, a lot of bricks. So, with with that being said, the ECU game not being the most impressive game, of course they got the win. That's all that matters. Right. Memphis being postponed, 
Houston at Fifth Third Arena. What do you expect in that game? Uh, what has to go right for the Bearcats? What can't happen, or what can't what can't they repeat that we've seen lately? And do they have a puncher's chance to pull off an upset with the big dog in the AAC? Oh, I didn't realize that was a home game. Okay. Yeah. Good to check. Thanks for yeah. letting me know. No problem. All right. Got to make sure I work my Sunday around now. Appreciate yeah, it. Buddy. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm happy <laughs> to help. Six o'clock. Remember that. Six o'clock yeah. Sunday. I'm going to see right. what I can do. <laughs> cool. <laughs> for some reason, I totally forgot because I was like, that's the first Houston matchup. But I totally forgot that one got postponed. Yep. Too. So I was like, all right, yeah, you know, well, they're on the road. I was like, oh, no, no they're not. Nope. Home. So you got, right. so you got a busy weekend, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> Man, I'm going to have to cut my, uh, I'm going to the toy department in Fairfield on Sunday afternoon. I'm going to have to oh. cut that short. So, uh oh. You ever been there? No. Apparently, it's pretty cool. I'm excited to check it out. Nice. I'm a geek for like old school action figures and stuff. Okay. So. Toy yeah. department? Yeah, man. It's mm-hmm. pretty like it's a big deal. Like okay. just, it's like a specialized like vintage toy shop. Okay. All right. Yep. Yeah. Don't take your son. Don't. Yeah, because you'll spend a lot of money. I bet. I bet. Yeah. But <laughs> before we get in one of our Tim and GTs, yeah. um no. I just Houston's too good. You know, don't see it. Don't see they're, it. Don't see any hope. Their top 10 offense, a top 15 defense. I'm sorry, top 15 offense, top 10 defense. Uh, they score very efficiently. They've got, they're so deep. Um, you know, it's going to take UC playing a perfect game. And yeah. um, I don't know, it's guys like Marcus Sasser and guys like Josh Carlton. I just think they're going to have an uphill battle that's going to be really hard to overcome. But Sasser's out though. Oh, see, I'm way out of it right now. Sasser's out. So that's the thing. Like Sasser's out. Oh. I don't think I, somebody else is out, and I'm forgetting the name. But I know Sasha's out Edwards? for the season. Don't give me the line on that part of it. I know Sasha's out for the season because I saw that it might have been for the last few weeks. That's what gate like it. I feel like when it was postponed, he had just got hurt. Oh, I see. I totally missed that. Yeah, I look like yeah. an idiot now. Yeah, it's all good. Egg man. on the face, JC. It's all good, Egg on the man. face. It's all good. I didn't want. I didn't want everybody. To, I don't. I can't remember the other person that's hurt though. It's too, somebody else got hurt before him. I don't think it's Carlson though. But um, I know Sasser's out. For Why sure. don't they send us the injury reports? Like man, college college sports injury oh research is like. I don't even know how to describe it, man. Like if you don't, even if you cover the team, if you don't pay attention, you will miss Everything. injuries because they will not tell. Like they will not tell you i feel like west does a better job if the questions asked to address it yeah. but in football dude like you have to be like it has to be like blatantly like they know he's out like i saw his i saw his wrist break oh he's <laughs> out dude like you know what i mean like yeah. you know what i'm saying like if you don't if there's any hope or anything that shows that they're gonna like stay today <laughs> you know what i'm saying like see him in a walking boot be one of those carts and like still still day to day like yeah, still it, yep but yeah i wish i wish they had a legit legit um like injury report i know I, that would just I make life like, so much easier for all of i feel us. like some schools do it though like i remember covering like when uc play ohio state like ohio state like literally has i don't know when they give it to you but like the day before they'll give you like if people are 50 50 they're mm-hmm. out are they like game time decision like you know what i mean like they'll say like 
game time decision 50 50 out yeah and that was like the only time i've ever seen that like even like when we went to notre dame they didn't give you any injury reports indiana didn't do it only one that did it was ohio state which was which was crazy because you know they're like one of the top tier schools and they did right that. But, but i haven't so, never yeah, seen it football, like it was, um, basketball either Traymon mark is the other guy that's out he's been out since he's he played the first seven games since and played since so. okay that makes yeah. sense so they still have the guys like kyler edwards they still have the guys like josh carlton yeah um, still have guys like Fabian White Jr., who I think has been in college for 36 years. For sure. Fabian older than me. Jamal Sheed. So they still are pretty deep. Um, yeah. So I guess we're realizing they've been able to win a lot without Marcus Sasser. So that's impressive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. They, they've still been winning. That's the crazy thing. So it's like the Sasser is a monster. And he's a UC killer. Even before he was the man, I mean, yeah, he popped off like 15. I feel like might have been there for that game when he scored like Made like hundred threes against them. Yeah, it was like everybody's wow. talking about like game, like not games. What's this thing? Not the same games. The the shooting guard that plays for Knicks now. Uh, Quentin Grimes. Grimes. And Grimes is the man, and then like Sasser came out and just was going crazy. I was like, oh yeah. shoot, he's a freshman. I was like, oh this dude is a monster. He's gonna be a kid. He's gonna be a UC killer until he's gone, huh? So, but he's Funny injured. Brought up Quentin Grimes that literally just pulled this a second ago it's his rookie card oh nice nice how much how much did you get it for Uh, i got a box okay so it's random cards in there yeah it's like the uh 22 nba hoops okay yeah nice yeah grinds he was a monster houston but yeah sasser him being out it gives them hope I just, I just I had to see them play a good game. They got to play real clean. They got to rebound the ball. That's one yeah, of their they're gonna weakness. do a lot. They're gonna be perfect. Just yeah, to... they definitely do. Even without Sasser, you know, just because Houston is a carbon copy of the old style you see with better scoring. Right. You know, it's like like all right, you know how like somebody makes it's a recipe, and then somebody makes the same thing, but then they add a little flair to it. But everybody loves that recipe a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And he's like, dude, it's the same thing, right? <laughs> you know, like he took my yeah. recipe. But uh, that's what Calvin Sampson has done. Like he's literally taking mixed recipe, but sprinkled a little bit more sweetness into it. It's not as bitter. You know what I mean? Tough like that, but it's like, hey, I can score. I, I can score 70 if I need to. You know what I mean? But yeah, absolutely. So yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be cool to see them at fifth third. Hopefully the weather stays cool so a lot of, you know, fans can get there and make that a legit role game for Houston because mm-hmm. UC is going to need a lot. They're going to need the 12th, well, the sixth man to come out there and do anything. The man, the 12th man. Yeah, everybody. 12th man. man, exactly. They're going to need a lot. They're going to need some foul trouble. They need the referees to be a little, give them some home cooking. Kenyon Martin, Kenny Satterfield are going to suit up. Maybe. You want to do something? I had to get DeMar and uh, Kyle to suit up off the bench. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> give them a be one of those games, man. Yeah, then and, and people got to be hot. It can't be one of those cold games. Like, like Michael has to finish start off, you know, where he was at against ECU. Need a hot David Julius. Need a hot Jeremiah Davenport. Need a lot, a lot of scoring, a lot of scoring. I feel like it's gonna be a grimy game. If they otherwise can get ugly, I just feel like Houston is just that good of a team. So yes. we'll see. We shall see. 
hopefully they can pull it off. I feel like this game, reason why I'm harping this game is I said this multiple times. They have to win one of these games against Houston if they really want to have a chance to bust through in the NCAA tournament this year. Right. And if they don't win at home, I just don't see how you can lose at home and then go beat them on the road. That just doesn't make logical sense. This is college basketball, so it can happen. It's not undoable, but I just feel like if you can't beat them at home, then you already – I feel like when you walk on the court, you down 10 at, at Houston, personally. You know <laughs> what I mean? Plus, they're better. You know, so it's like, just being honest, like, you just – you put yourself – your back's against the rope for real. I and mean, you got to come out swinging and have hit a haymaker, and hopefully you can knock them out. You know, they're the champ. So, yeah, just playing the final four last year. Yeah. And then, you know, they just, they smacked, smacked. You see last time, I know this different coaching staff did a lot of different players, but they, last time we saw them play Houston, it was very ugly, like very ugly. Like get the, go call the corner ugly. You know what I mean? Like, Hey, read read them your rights. You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) Hey, you know, (laughs) get them some makeup on, get them some makeup on, get them a nice outfit. Cause about to, make him go six feet deep. That's how bad it was, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it was rough. It was bad. Like, it was just, take him to the shed. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's an old dog. You know what I'm saying? We got to bury him. So, that's how it happened last time they played. And (laughs) now they're going to play him on Sunday. Uh, The Bengals are in the the Super Bowl, right? They are. So, I know this isn't the thing about, you know, Bearcats, but – I mean, this is historic times. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, the Bearcats, I mean, the Bearcats, but the Bengals haven't. I've been in Cincinnati for 20 years of my life. I've never witnessed them winning a freaking playoff game. And this year they've won three. Yeah. That is crazy. So uh, even I'm a 49er fan, too. So, but I live here and I support the Bengals when they win. As long as they're not playing the 49ers, I want them to win. And the city is a better place when the Bengals are winning. Just Agreed, flat man. Out. People are happier. Like you got like bump like an old lady will talk to you when the Bengals are winning. Like yeah, like, you know what I'm saying. Like it's just great. Like it's great, great place. But, but just Tim, you being a Bengals fan, um, how do you feel about this? You know, I I know this isn't about the, the Bearcats, but this is it's you know Cincinnati. Who, Cincinnati. Yeah, and who knows when the next time they'll be here? So how do you feel about this, man? How happy are excited of you being a person that have supported this team? When people were wearing paper bags at the stadium, yeah. um, freaking. I tried so many times to quit being a Bengals fan and I couldn't. It just kept coming back. And like, <laughs> really? I, just, I was just like, God, this is getting painful and it's going to be too much. Yeah. I hate it. But I was like, no, nope. I was like, you know, this finally, is... finally, we can talk about them playing in the Super Bowl, which is just unbelievable. I think I wake up every day like, oh, my God, the Bengals are in the Super Bowl. Like, that's yeah. really happening. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. Um, I feel really excited. Um, I feel good about the game itself, too. Um, you know, I haven't really looked into what people are saying just because I don't want anyone to, like, Damper. I don't care to hear what anyone has to say. Yeah. Um, so when people are like, I saw some people are like, well, you know, Aaron Donald and Von Miller against that Bengals off uh, offensive line. It's like, yeah, we've heard that every round. Like I it's, it's not a thing anymore. Like, yes, their offensive line is mediocre. They're a middle school offensive line, but they're finding ways to win yeah. that. So no reason to think they can't do it again. Right. Yeah, it's true. It is true. It is going to be interesting though. It's going to be interesting with those guys, but they're there at the end of the day, they play with house money. That's why I told people, even the chiefs game, I said, 
they're playing with house money. They're not supposed to be here. So it's like, yeah, nobody. I mean, they believe they're supposed to be here, which is that's all that matters. But at the end of the day, nobody expected them to go from winning what four games last year to being in the Super Bowl the next year. I thought they'd be pretty good, but I did not think they'd be playing in the Super Bowl. At the beginning of the season, I thought, board, like, if best case scenario, they'll sneak into the playoffs. I didn't think they would win the win the um, conference, but I thought because of the line, the line, the defense overachieved, or they played a lot better than expected. Like, far as the beginning of the season, nobody expected defense to be as solid as they are. Which was um, crazy because they spent so much money on their defense. Yeah, but they still did a heck of a job. Like, yeah, like I feel like they got a lot of pe- a lot of low key good buys per se are good acquisitions per se i won't call them buys for grown men but um you know getting a Wuzier, eli apple hilton uh trey hendrickson that's that's the big one uh, yeah like hendrickson was joby oh joby um let's see i don't know what line mainly getting line there was all like to the draft for real but just getting those guys are all big hits no matter yeah. what, no matter how you feel about them, that you all got of BJ more Hill for nothing, basically. Yeah, exactly. It's a trade. Like they both were about to release the players, and they both needed the position, and it worked out better for the Bengals. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it worked out for Billy Price. He actually got to start. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he might have been one of the better linemen, which is crazy. But uh, that's neither here nor there. But it definitely won for the Bengals. He got a big interception, which was another payoff in you know against Patrick Mahomes to kind of like gave them hope. Like, hey, we can make this comeback. But it's crazy, yeah. man. I just never expected this. I thought they would be like seven, seven to eight wins. I thought they would get seven to eight. I said at the end of the year, nine wins. So I was like, you know, nine wins. I'll be happy. It's a big, you know, yeah. I was like, and I think they'll compete for the playoffs. I didn't yeah. like, and I was like, you know, they might sneak yeah. in. Yeah. And then the playoff bracket came out. I was like, well, they got the Raiders. And I was like, well, they should beat the Raiders. Yeah. And then they got to the Titans. I was like, oh, they should beat the Titans. And yeah. it's like. Maybe they can beat the Chiefs. Yeah. Maybe, you know, I'm not going to put money on it, but yeah. the way they're playing and yeah, it's a lot of fun, man. It's, um, sure. you know, not seeing a Super Bowl in my lifetime because I was in the womb when they went to last time. Okay. So uh, this is, this is awesome. This is really yeah, cool. It's pretty dope. So it's, I feel, I told everybody, I think I tweeted this out, but I was like the Bearcats football team broke the Cincinnati curse this year. They went and beat. I know you're a Notre Dame fan, but. When they went and beat Notre Dame, it was like, besides, like, you know how, like, you look at obstacles for, mm-hmm. for stuff to fail, and you're like, okay, this is the obstacle. Okay, they're doing good, but they're going to lose this obstacle. Everybody was just kind of like, they're going to lose, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, not yeah. even because they're not the better team, just because it's Cincinnati, more so than anything. Like, you're on the road. Everything's lined up for you not to succeed. You know, you got one of the winningest programs ever. They haven't lost at home in four years, maybe even longer. I think it was like 20, 26 games in a row or something like that. 25 yeah, games, something, like something crazy, something ridiculous, something impossible, right? Um, you go in there, you're a G5 school, um, going against one of the blue bloods of all of college football, you win. And then you make it. Everything has to go right because the, the committee did not want them to be one of the four, no matter no, what. Did not. Did not want them to be one of the four. You know, they earned it, and they just want to throw the AAC in their face, and they still got in because everybody they needed to win lost, essentially, like where you couldn't even think about putting up a fight. Yeah, so, the Notre, at the end of the day, the Notre Dame-UC game ended up being for the final playoff spot. Oh, for Whenever sure. that game gets in. Yeah, know, for sure. It, it, you know. For sure. Because, I mean, Notre Dame started getting better throughout the year, of course. Yeah, and they were really there, good. number five. Number five. So it was like, 
you know, even with the coach leaving. So, you know, they Not were sad fun. about it. Yeah. You see, you see, did you see? Okay. I know you don't really cover, right? But at the same time, oh, I saw the videos. You see the video of the kid? And he, he, chose the <laughs> he chose Alabama. I would have chose Alabama too. But yeah. After that. But I thought it was a short, a short thing. I, I wonder if the video really made him choose Alabama. Um, I mean, his dance moves are pretty rough. I wouldn't want to play for. He was so didn't. close to him, like yeah. it was almost like awkward. Foul, it was like almost like foul, like a police report. <laughs> close, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah you were, he's you were been grown. so like weird since he's left. Like, so cringy with like his fake Louisiana you know, accent. As soon as he got there, as soon as he oh got there, he's like, he's like, like he's my a- family. He's in Louisiana for an hour, and he's like, "I love that jambalaya." And I'm yeah. like, "No, you don't. don't you haven't, you haven't had even it had it yet. Like, you yeah. even sat down yet? Like, no, no, when you do have it, you will love it." Yeah, but, but you haven't. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's he's been super cringy, and you know that kid was going to go to UC. Uh, Neil told me that. Neil yeah, DM'd was, me. Yeah, and uh, told me that he's go, he's going to go to UC, and then when Denbrock, who went with uh, Kelly to be his offensive coordinator again. So, so then that fell apart because Denbrock was his main recruiter, yada, yada, yada. Um, every, everybody knew he was like a diamond in the rough. Like he's underrated far as his, his like star ranking. You know how everybody looks at the star rankings or whatever. He's like a three yeah. star, but everybody's like, dude, this kid is a baller, like straight baller. He's underrated. We got to steal. And then with Denbrock leaving, everybody thought it was like a done deal for him to go to LSU. And like as soon as he left, LSU offered him, right? And then a couple of the other big schools started offering him. But I think I think Brian Kelly lost them that deal because he literally was he literally decommitted UC, I think, to go to LSU, like literally. And I think that video like did not help. Like I think everybody was laughing at the video so much. He was like, nah, I'm cool. Yeah. Plus, and then Bama like, came in, like yeah. yeah. <laughs> Plus, I think the next day was like uh they showed a video of Brian Kelly doing the gritty, and I was like, ah, well. He was gritty, wasn't he? Yeah. He's, so. he's doing a lot, man. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a, if Try Hard were a human, it'd be Brian Kelly. Yeah. And you know it's fake. So that's the thing. Like, oh, dude, it, we, we both, though, considering every, we both rooted for schools. Yeah, it, we both rooted for schools. So you, know, you know it's fake. So that's the thing. Like, you want kid, you want a 17, 18-year-old kid that come – play with you and you're being like fake like yeah. they can't trust you like i mean people are still gonna come play for for lsu of course but i'm just saying like if a kid has uh, options and he sees all that stuff man you this is too much man you got to be a little bit more authentic than that they gonna get top top kids to yeah. me personally unless they just really want to go lsu and don't care about you like in spite of you like you know what i mean like if the kid has like i really don't know where i want to go i want to go to the right fit but you got this dude doing a gritty that you know has been coaching for 20 years has never been doing dances and shit. And yeah. all of a sudden he's dancing behind you and damn near as, groping you. Yeah, <laughs> on, as a matter video. of fact, he's the most well-known coach for losing his shit, like when on yeah. the camera. Yeah. He's the most known coach for like going crazy and yeah. insane and like blaming his kids. Yeah. Like turning red on the sideline and shit. And then all of a sudden, like he's doing a gritty and damn near groping a six-five. 250 250 pound young man and yeah. uh you think people want to go but hey it is what it is maybe the alumni will probably help at the end of the day but that was tough man i was like what is brian kelly doing man he's lost his damn mind yeah lsu getting a lot of L- getting a lot of recruiting pub from the super bowl they are yeah they are man 
between yeah. uh between Burrow and Chase, Odell yeah. Beckham on the other side. Yeah. Some more, some more low key cat cats. Tyler Shelvin. Yep. Yeah, Tyler Shelvin's on the cover of the newspaper for carrying Burrow. So yeah, again, yep. Yeah. I'll tell you, I can't lose my first Super Bowl in my lifetime to Odell Beckham and Jalen Ramsey. Can't do it. Hey man, it's it's oh no, this this game's gonna be interesting, man. And I, I'm happy. For, I'm happy for Odell though, because they tried to had to pin it on him when he had a bum ass quarterback and freaking Tyler Mid. I mean <laughs> Baker Midfield. Shoot, I mean my son could throw better down and outs than him right now. And uh, I don't know. I just can't believe you got all that, all that talent. The the Browns got all that talent, and this Mayfield is holding them back. At the end of the day, like, and then yeah. if he was that hurt, like. Or I mean, he was—he's not good enough to play through an injury. No, you know what I'm saying. So, like, that's—that's—that's that's, that's negligence of everybody around in that organization to me, personally. Like, because yeah. he's already Agreed. like he needs to be 100, 110 percent to even give you a real chance. And then he wasn't healthy. And then, like, the coach, man, the coach is kind—he's of, coach is good, but he's overrated too. It's the Browns. I mean, it's always the Browns. They'll always find a way to do this. It's, yeah. It's if weird. anyone's shocked at this point, like just don't it's be. Weird. Yeah, it's weird. They need to get another quarterback, though. Yeah, you guys didn't get Joe Burrow, so he yep. there's no there's no one that turns the franchise around in an hour. Yeah, it's true. Burrow, Burrow saved Cincinnati's fate. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, really, if you think about it, not to get too off topic here, yeah. but like, I mean, all the you know his first year, I know they lost a lot of games, but it's like game it's like. You know, they would be like a game. They'd be like a score away, or they'd be like, you know, they had like the first the week one against the Chargers. They had the yeah. pass interference in the end zone, and yeah. uh, the Browns game. They're down like fourteen in the, in the in the fourth quarter, and they come back and lose by three. And it's like, um, I got hope. Yeah, they always he always had like those moments where it's like, man, one more drive, they might win this game. Yeah. So, give you hope, man, because like I told yeah. tell my friends today, like a group text. I'm like, look, man, if you guys get tighten up the offensive line, get a couple more pass rushers, dynasty. you guys are you guys will be have, have a real chance at a dynasty. I know because you guys only have to pay Burrow for another year or two. Like you got another year where you don't have to pay him. He'll be paid as soon as possible. I'm pretty you have to, but I'm saying, but you have a you got a whole year where you don't even have yeah. to worry worry about even extending him. Like the next year after that, you kind of have to take care of him in good faith just because he's done so much. But next year you don't have to extend them to at the end of the season. So you got yeah. a whole year to freaking have blank checks to get anybody you want. And even if it's a one-year deal, spend it, get them in there, and make it happen. Cause like you protect that dude, like you are good as gold right now. Cause right now he's making he's turning water into wine right now. Right. It's yeah. like it's like he's Jesus right now out there. He's Jesus and cleats right now. Because that line is trash. Like it's not very good. T rash like Williams yeah. is all right. He's solid. I, yeah, the I like last is, yeah, Jonah's cool. Then I like Quentin Re- Spain. Yeah, Spain. Reef being hurt doesn't help. Nope. You know what I'm saying? The other guy, I mean, I think I think Carmen will be solid. They give him time. Too. I think they just kind of pickle him a lot just because he came out and out of shape. And I just think they obviously just want to make it hard for him. They just don't like him right now. But yeah. I think he's gonna be okay. But I mean, Trey, I think he came back too fast from the injury for real because he was way better before. He's still a solid dude for sure, but he was – I thought he was a top-tier center before the injury, and he's had a knee injury. He's a big guy, just 
Sometimes it takes time. I think he'll be better next year, but they still got to get somebody in there that possibly can take his spot. Um, they got to get a right tackle. Yeah. I would think even Spain, I like him, but at the same time, like you got to try to, if you can't upgrade, you need to upgrade. Yeah. You know what I'm I don't saying? really know. Like football is not really my expertise, yeah. obviously. Um, but yeah. from what I understand, this is a pretty decent free agent class for offensive linemen. Yeah. And of any team that made the playoffs, the Bengals have the most cap space. Yes, so, they got the third most in in college, not college, not college, third most in NFL coming so up. That, that's that's those are good signs. Yeah, third most cap space, no matter what. That's without yeah. cutting people and all that stuff. So that's I'm sure offensive linemen really want to go play for Joe Burrow. And for I sure, totally man. Everybody want to totally play for Joe it. Burrow, dude. Like now they yeah, about man. to. People were running from Cincinnati. Now people are about running to Cincinnati. So that's going. I'm telling you, Cincinnati. They play it right. They will have a chance to have a dynasty. I'm looking forward to it, man. Maybe dynasty, maybe not a long one. I don't know. You can't, you can't only call it, but when you got Burrow, you got a chance. And, uh, and then you see that the story. I know we we're just talking about you see how that story, I guess, um, Coach O wrote a book and about how close it was from, yeah, from the UC. Yeah. yeah, but I literally had an article ready for that. Like before he went to take the visit, I was like, okay, I thought it was all academic, I had the article ready, and then it happened. Yeah, because so, I think it was like didn't more or less it was because of Ritter, right? That he didn't go to UC. No, nah, I don't think it was more or less. I just think I think he he was literally about to come. I think that's that's what allowed Ritter to be Ritter. I feel like I think Ritter was that his fresh because he's been Joe's been in two years, right? Two years. Yeah, two years so in the league. Two years in the league. Yeah. So what would happen was Ritter. That's when Ritter got to start. Okay. So he, it was his freshman year because he got two years in LSU. So it was literally – it would have blocked Ritter for two years at least if he would have stuck it out. Huh. So it would have stuck – it would have changed a lot of dynamics. So, like, he was a redshirt freshman. He got to start. They won't start winning games. So that might not have happened. Um, He, you know, love you see, but even with Burrow, they probably weren't going to get – they weren't going to get any college football playoff love. So, like, you got to think about it. He comes to UC, he probably going to light it up from day mm-hmm. one. That's going to happen. But he's not going to be the first pick in the draft. Nope. He's not going to win the hearts of everybody because he's going to win the college football playoff because it's not going to happen, right? Plus it's not going to happen. A, he's a Nike guy. He's worn Nike since high school. For sure. So, you know, but, that plays a part. And, oh, definitely. But he wasn't going to be the darling that he would have been right. going to LSU. Even though he didn't come out, come in there and light it up immediately, he wouldn't have been that. So, like, imagine, like, it could have changed everything. The Bengals would have been the first pick still, but Burrow wouldn't have been the guy, possibly wouldn't have been the guy that you had to choose because they would have been picking them, picking them apart so much, I think, personally. Yeah. So then that changes. You guys are in the Super Bowl right now because Burrow goes to UC. Like, but it works out because now, like, Desmond Ritter had a chance to be a first-round pick. Yeah. And he gets to play his four years. That wouldn't have happened. He might have got to play two years. You know, who knows? Maybe still a first-round pick. Who knows? Or does, he, does he transfer out? Because you got to sit behind Burrow for two years, you know what I'm saying? So it's like it's a lot of stuff that it's just like a big like um you know what, that, you, what if Marvel has yeah Marvel has that comic book series called What yeah. If and it's yeah. like all the stuff that changes like timeline yeah that's could, basically what we're doing right now yeah it could anything could happen like you know Ritter breaks all these records he's freaking a goat at UC history no matter what what he does in the NFL like you always come back to UC breaking all these records it might not have happened. Definitely wouldn't have broke as many records, even if he would have stuck it out, because he only got two years to accumulate the stats. Yeah, so it's like right. it just changes a lot. Like it's just it's crazy. Like that one person, but then he comes back to the city that he is possibly going to play college football at after transferring from Ohio State, 
And then he brings them to the to the dang Super Bowl after they haven't won a playoff game since '88. It's crazy. Yeah, he's got a he's got kid. He's a kid. Cuddy's posting stuff to him. Yeah, and the rock. It's crazy. Pretty crazy. Cool. Pretty cool, man. So yeah, yeah, I had to I had to bring that tidbit in there because I was like, why are people talking about this? And I was like, I thought everybody knew that he was he was almost gonna go to UC. Like it was almost like a done deal. It's like when I was like tri- it was tripping me out. Like why? What like, what's what's going on? Like am I missing something? But it, it was that that video. I'm like. What the hell? Like everybody knew he was supposed to be going to UC. Like I thought th- this is new to everybody, but I was like, yeah. I guess, I guess since I covered a team, I guess I know some stuff, right? <laughs> so, but yeah, it's crazy, man. It's super crazy. But I don't know, man. I guess I will get on. I guess we'll stop with the rants. You know, Houston, Houston's coming in, man. That's the key. Yeah, they gotta beat Houston. They have to find a way to pull this off, man. This would be a perfect time for a one point win. Yeah, it would be. Every time for one point win. I don't know. I mean, if I was a betting, I'll betting man. I wouldn't bet. You see, and I love this team. I love covering them, but at the same time, I'm a realist. So, but if they can pull this off, they really want NCAA hopes. This Houston game on top of that Illinois game will give them a puncher's chance to sneak in there, unless they go ahead and win the AAC tournament or something like that but we haven't gotten there we gotta get through these yeah get to one thing at a time one, one thing, thing at a time because they're 15 and 6 5 and 3 i mean they have a chance to be a 20 team 20 game winner you know that'd be possibly. huge very strong very strong chance it could happen it's not out of room you know i was thinking you know between 16 and 18 wins we're going to be the the key around here but he's, he's got them playing pretty solid they lost a few games they shouldn't have lost but at the same time with this team uh, you can't really complain personally. No, nope, I agree, man. I, like I said, like if they have like a, if they host an IT game, that's a successful year. Yep. Yep. That's true. So that's, that's what we'll end with, man. Let everybody know, Tim, where they can find your work, where they can find out you tweeting all that fun stuff, <laughs> even though you are covering other, he covers multiple schools guys. So don't, don't penalize them for that. Even though, you know, yeah, you know, I, I give him shit about it just because he covered X Everyone and I hate does. X. But he's 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 a legit unbiased person that just covers all three sports, all three teams that's in the area. So, which yeah. is pretty dope. When you is. think about it that way, even though I don't like X, but that's pretty dope. He's covering all three, so it's fun for sure. Uh, yeah, you can check me out on Twitter <laughs> at Tim Daniel five one eight. You can check out my work at forty eight minutes network dot com. Um, then. Yeah, I mean, probably some more stuff brewing up soon because I don't know any better. But <laughs> yeah, JT, I always appreciate it, man. I'm glad we stayed on track this time and we didn't go crazy somewhere else. Yeah, maybe your we... listeners won't like it as much because I know, man. That's what I was thinking. I was like, you know what? But then I was like, ah, we'll keep it cool. It's Friday, man. If it wasn't yeah. Friday, it'd be all. Uh, I would. We probably go another twenty minutes just yeah. just for GP. But like, it's Friday. I won't be rude. Take your time up like that um, on a nice Friday night snowy well it's not snowing now but it's all you know i'll ugly outside but i won't jack your fr- friday away you know uh, i'm not doing anything man my wife wants to watch the olympics tonight so i'm probably gonna watch ghostbusters so okay yeah. ghostbusters okay which one uh afterlife just came out on uh, 4k and blu-ray this week so really the new one yeah is that on like what streaming what streaming device I, I actually picked it up on 4k at best buy oh, you bought it? Oh, really? okay. um, but i think you can probably get it on demand now um i saw it in theaters i love ghostbusters okay. so i had to see it so i'm, I'm excited to watch yeah, it I ghostbusters i haven't seen the new one so it's good it's, it's, good. If it's on like hbo max or something yeah we're checking out if you can find it so yeah otherwise i'm gonna have to 
have to look up some stuff online, check the YouTube and see what's on there. I'll tell you what, Sunday I'll, br- I'll watch it this weekend and Sunday I'll bring it to you. You can borrow it and get it back to me in the next game. All right, cool. Sounds legit. Awesome. All right, man. Cool. Well, everybody, this is the end of episode 23. I want to say thank you to my man, Tim Daniel of the 48 Minutes Network. It's all, it was been a pleasure. Make sure you guys Always. subscribe. Hit like, do everything, hit the front office news up, and then hit TFON on wherever all podcasts are made available. And give us some grades, man. People, y'all been y'all been slacking. Y'all ain't been showing no love, man. Say it, even if you don't like what I'm talking about, just go ahead and give me a one star or something. Give me something. Give me something, especially on Spotify. I don't got no grades on Spotify. That's, That's the hardest place to get one, man. I know, it's so man. hard. Hook me up. They've been doing they've been showing me a little bit of love on, on iTunes, though. I got a yeah. few on there, though. On 4.8, I'll take that. Somebody wants to give me a four, but it's cool. I'll take that. It's better It's better than getting a one or a two, so it's all okay. good. All right, but we signing off. See y'all later. Have a good one. Hey, everybody.